thanks for joining the podcast. Nothing happened. Goodbye. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, do, long show. I would agree oh, with shit, that. I bad. agree wholeheartedly with that. Nothing happened. Go away. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. We got a training montage. <laughs> I, I could live without it, but at the same time, I respected it. That's the best way right? to describe Respect it. Respect the grind, fam. Keep it 100. I can actually give a shit about his name. I can actually give a shit about him. He's the OG I, Kobe. You're, you're right. I do <laughs> I do now care about Helmepo. <laughs> <laughs> it, all it took was this was these couple little episodes <laughs> to really just bring his character around for you. <laughs> Helmepo's the goat. I care now. Insert Rick and Morty meme, Ice-T meme. <laughs> Before we get into the podcast, the only thing I really want to say is that once they took the shirts off, the only thing I could think of was yare yare daze. <laughs> like Jojo meme like whoosh, shirtless they were pretty swole when they were they shirtless were, they Dude, were jacked they were so fucking jacked and what was hilarious was that like when they had their coats on too they were still like the noodly boys that you've come to know and yes. love from like the one piece art style but mm-hmm. as soon as they take that shirt off nah 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 we got like fucking Joe Dwayne Taro. Johnson Joe Taro <laughs> John Cena insert yeah, muscly boy here Zoro Jr. <laughs> over here oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put the shirts back on. It's like it's like Superman, but instead of not recognizing him, they just like turn into noodles again. The chore boy jackets are literally their Clark Kent glasses. It yeah. gives it gives them a hunch, makes their arms yes. get all noodly. In fact, they might even be one pieces. All right, all right, oh, well, boy. all right. Let's continue let's, that later. Let, let, yeah, let, let, let's get into the podcast first. You gonna start there? Yeah, bud. You gonna start? You, you. Just pausing for a dramatic effect. You, you said you. you wanted to do it this week. I specifically said nah after reading it. What? Wait, <laughs> Devin was Devin was gonna do it. He, he wrote was. it too long. Okay, all right. Well, sorry about that, folks. It seems we have <laughs> some uh, some technical difficulties. Keep up already. <laughs> all right. Well, the good news is uh, we're good at this. We're gonna do it live. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> To the summary. Are we good at this? <laughs> the wind suddenly stops, and so does the berry. Uh, we start with an incredibly irritated Dami declaring that they won't ever make it to Little Garden at the rate that they're moving. Vivi, who's now sailing alongside the crew, questions Luffy's disposition. She says it's hard to see someone so foolish be a man with a 30 million berry bounty. Uh, we get brief flashbacks uh, to all the big name people that Luffy has defeated up till now. Luffy himself chimes in wondering whatever happened to our beloved Kobe and bam, title drop! Kobe and Helmepo struggles in the Marines! Uh, so episodes 68 and 69 are primarily about our Marine boys learning what it takes to become real Marines. In a sudden event involving a once-forgotten Axe and Morgan, our two chore boys get taken to HQ by a high-ranking Marine, a vice admiral by the name of Garp the Fist. Garp first tests the willpower of our two boys and deems them ready to undertake some serious training. We get a few sweet training montages, and let me tell you, these boys are jacked. Meanwhile, we cut back to the Mary. Luffy and the gang have already arrived at Little Garden. They separate to explore. Learning that the island has remained unchanged since ancient times, dinosaurs roam the land, and with them are two giants named Dory and Bragi. We find out that these two have been dueling for over a hundred years and sort of forgot why they started fighting in the first place. Simultaneously, somewhere else on the island, Mr. Five and Miss Valentine make a reappearance, along with newly introduced Mr. Three and a partner, and a partner who remains unnamed. Apparently, the giants have a collective bounty of over 200 million berries, what are these agents planning? Tune in next week to find out. All right, we did it. The summary is complete. Yep, too long. 
It wasn't how I was wanted to do it. All right, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> right, we got right, we got a boy who needs he needs his cup of coffee or tea and biscuits. Your dealer's choice. He's got to write it himself. Yeah, I got to write it myself. That's the way I want to do it. Because I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in a funny way. Let me identify this. All right, A is for apple. B is for buffoon. C is for con. Hey, don't say my name in vain. Big yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you don't have the summary, Devin, do you have any initial thoughts on the four episodes that we saw? I mean, the beginning, like, for just, like, the whole general, like, the way that they did the, the whole Kobe thing. At first, it's, like, traditional, you know, why am I watching this? But, like, what what I did really like about, like, how they did it is they did it, like, how storytelling should be done. Like, the, my biggest thing with, like, a lot of shows that I hate is when heroes, you're not heroes, but in general, like, characters, you see them just get a level up. And there's no reason explaining why. There's no struggle. To, like, they just become powerful. Like, the Mary Sue complex. Like, that's why everyone hates it. Is because why did cert insert character become badass? Just because ends up being the reason, not because they struggled for it. And what I like about these episodes is they show the struggle of them training after hours, after cleaning all day, and getting, you know, getting fucking yoked. <laughs> and so, like... Like, they're, they're actually trying, and they have goals, and, like, one of them gains goals. Like, there's reason behind it, while, like, other shows, they'll just be like, insert character's badass because I have superpower because I just went <laughs> hard once. Show, show of hands, <laughs> who thought that if Kobe and Helmeppa were to come in, back into the story, that they were going to give be given the Alveda treatment of just like, ah, they're back, and they're suddenly <laughs> stronger and with a devil fruit, because reason. I would have killed myself. <laughs> I would have killed myself, and I would have put down the show for good. Like, that would have been the most infuriating well, thing ever. Listen, listen, hear me out now. What if they found the swole swole fruit? They cut it in half. Yeah, they cut it in half. And they get swole and swole. (laughs) One arm is buff and the other arm is buff on the other side, alright? So they both get one buff arm. What is this fucking Neon Genesis Evangelion? Like the third fucking angel coming by where they have to like do like acrobats together? Like what the fuck are you talking about? They have to be in sync. They have these two gauntlets and they fist pound them to activate them. Also, uh, back on the topic of these two dudes being really brolic shirtless, it is the opposite of the killer kill uniform effect, where in that show, <laughs> they put on the uniform and they became super swole. In this one, they take it off and they all become super swole. It's I mean, isn't that actually the killer kill effect? Because the more naked they got, the more powerful they got. No, they got well, the no, powers it, from no, the uniforms. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was whoever was wearing the most amount of the, the life threat or whatever the fuck it was. It just so happened yes. that the uniforms worn by the two main chicks were completely made out of the thread, and then the other goons had like literally one, two, just or three. a thread. Yeah, literally just a couple. It threads is one thread. It is one yarn string. And then when you <laughs> completely declothed them, they're fucking they're goons. But then there was also that weird bit like in the second core where like everyone was fucking naked half the time. But I think it's because they were boycotting clothes in general. All right, like, right. I don't remember. Enough. <laughs> enough of that. Enough Are we doing a kill, a kill a kill podcast? We could do that. Like I'm all it for is it. Now. No, no, no. We we only do bad shows here, right? We only do bad shows. Okay. All right. Were you there when my boy Helmeppo got the resolve to stop being a little bitch? How can you? How dare you say that this is a bad show? I mean, to be fair, he's still a little bitch. He's just trying not to be a little bitch. Well, yeah, he's trying at least. Oh, he's trying. His goal, while selfish, is really like noteworthy because he's like, I want to have a leisure life, but I can't have that at the rate we're going. So the only way to go through that is to struggle first. So let me let me struggle real quick. Facts. Yo, dude, that's my mantra in life. Let's take a step back. 
I'm out here working like 80 hours a week when I can so that I can retire by the time I'm 40 or some shit. I don't want to work all my fucking life. Get the hell but out see, of here. See, y'all are just fools, though. I'm doing what should be done, which is marry a girl who's gonna be rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, he's ahead of all of us. <laughs> I'm on like 3D chess it. while you guys are on fucking X Games mode. mad lad. Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll be fine playing checkers for the rest of my life, but I, I vibe with that on Helmeppo's side now. It's it's still kind of driven by, I mean, as he put it... Selfish he, design. Yeah, he literally just wants his old life back, right? You know what I mean? So at the but end at the of the same day, time, even Kobe recognizes that, which is pretty interesting. Where he's like, I don't, you know, agree with your moral compass, but at least you have a goal. They have a lot of flashbacks of Luffy, oh, or boy, of Kobe they? specifically, <laughs> and I didn't. It's one of those things where uh, it's like the Street Fighter effect. I remember that quote by Bison, where he was like, "That day was the day your village was destroyed and everyone was murdered." To me, that was just a Tuesday. It was like Luffy was just talking out of his ass, and Kobe was like, "These are the most important moments of my life." <laughs> is, yeah, <laughs> the words of God right here. The first like ten episodes of One Piece, Luffy was like as intelligent as a fucking a like strawberry. Well, no, in the first ten, he was like this wise ass guru for no fucking reason. He was who, Confucius. Yeah, he was literally fucking Confucius, <laughs> who knew the the who knew how money worked, and then suddenly forgot all that shit. <laughs> money, maps, etc. Yeah, he like he like knew how things worked in the world, and then was like, ah, wait, no, I have friends now. <laughs> now I don't need, I don't need to use any real knowledge to keep me in in, t- in touch with any of that trivial bullshit. They'll deal with it for me. <laughs> But yeah, no, there were a lot of fucking one or Luffy cutscenes or whatever in all this. I, I, I mean, think I counted like they weren't five untasteful though. They they were well placed, is you know, like in my opinion, in comparison to like how some flashbacks go. Cough, Naruto, Itachi, year long, you know, flashback, <laughs> cough. That was but a like, good arc. I don't know what you're on about. Um, I'm sorry, I don't like watching the same arc for eight episodes with one more episode added on. <laughs> hey, that one more episode, gold. All right, I'll take it. You're right, you're right, but I'd rather cut to that chase. (laughs) Oh yeah, Mr. Storytelling Guy? You're right. You're right. Hey, hey, are you giving him shit for for saying that this this it deserves to be just fucking sped up a little bit? Because what did you tell me right before we started this? Our boy uh, Jordy over here has a has not a very hot take huh? that both Who? of these episodes what? could have very easily been done in a single episode, and I completely now I was giving agree him shit for it. All right. <laughs> well, okay. So it's just around that point. The sixty eight sixty nine could have been combined. <laughs> nice. A lot of the first episode there did not need to be needed. Uh, the only important part was Garp. Garp's introduction was the only noteworthy thing in that whole episode. The second episode was a lot more important. Here's here's my take on in my defense for like what I said before, including in this uh, part of the discussion, which is like the way the reason why I think it was okay that they did it is that they didn't. For example, like the, the, what I was trying to say before was like, I hate it when they show you information you already know, like through flashback, and they just repeat the same thing, and then they add stuff on the end. The way that they did it this time, the pacing I thought was pretty good. Like, yeah, I mean, in technicality, some things could have been, you know, sped up. But at the same time, you got to remember is that their life is boring. They're not meant to be, like, you know, moving the plot. They're meant to be slowly grinding through just cleaning shit. Their day is mundane. And so, like, the the pacing of the show and the, the story, it represents technically how they are, like, you know, like, what you're seeing, it's slow, it's dragging, and nothing really important happens. And then all of a sudden, boom, shit hits the fan, and then the second episode happens, and more shit's just, it's just getting crazier and crazier for them. Shit being our favorite antagonist, uh, 
Hammerhead Morgan or whatever his name is. <laughs> Axehead. <laughs> what, what a fucking yeah, throwaway villain. He's what back. a dickhead. <laughs> I, I also loved the part where uh, the, I think it was Nami was going over all of the villains that Luffy's beaten up to this point, and she lists off all the ones with actual bounties, and then I think it was Zoro cuts in and goes, ah, we killed, uh, or we took care of Axehan Morgan, too, and Vivi goes, basically goes, oh my god, <laughs> Axehan Morgan? <laughs> like, like she didn't just, like, she didn't just list off Arlong, uh, <laughs> fucking, well, uh, okay, all right, so Krieg. I, I, I actually want to, I'm glad you brought that up, because I, I was going to bring that up, too. I want to unpackage that. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on that, because here's where I'm at. I would wager that since Vivi is a princess of a nation in the Grand Line, there is a vastly higher ch probability that she would be in tune with well-known marines in the world than she would be with well-known pirates in the East Blue. Counterpoint, though, she was literally a bounty hunter. It's true. That is was a bounty hunter. That's, that is a, that is a good counterpoint. That is a very good counterpoint. So to say that she wouldn't react to Arlong of the East Blue getting fucked versus yeah, Arlong's not from the East Blue, so she would immediately know she, yeah, that everyone, person. Everyone should know who Arlong is because he he had a name for himself even before he made it to the East Blue. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's like it's it's. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not surprised that she knew who Axehead Morgan was, even though it was kind of weird. I'm that... not either. I'm just. It's just weird that that was the one that got her to go. Holy shit! <laughs> this guy's the real deal. Also, that's, the that's the, the backhanded uh, comment on uh, Kuro. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, they were like, yeah, Kuro or yeah. whoever the fuck. She goes, "You'll never know about it," but also Kuro was. We we took care of Kuro too. <laughs> The coolest one in my head, but okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is the coolest one in my head. I always thought that Kuro was the coolest design out of all of them, personally. I mean, Arlong's sweet, but Fishmen are pretty hard not to be fucking drawn fucking killer. I mean, he's a shark with a weird sword nose. Arlong was a lot cooler until we started fighting. Facts. Yeah, I can agree. He was more yes. menacing, but he wasn't... The threat of Arlong. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention was... Why on earth do we think that... <laughs> okay, so... I didn't really much care for this, but I, I played it back in my mind when Axan Morgan, like, had the two goons together and he was, like, about to kill him, and then we have this, like, five-minute montage of them, like, pretending to kind of fight each other, but no one's <laughs> dying. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, bruh, do you resolve to kill your son and his friend or not? And that's when it kind of clicked for me. I don't actually remember this. I don't know if Axan comes back again later. Maybe he will. But it almost made me kind of seem like that was supposed to be a representation of, like, he was slowly starting to get, like, a conscience, like, I don't want to kill these goons or something at the end. And that's why he wasn't trying to actually fucking murder them when he clearly had the opportunity to. He has a know. fucking axe for a hand. I'm just, he should have fucking murdered him. By, by the way, who let him keep that? <laughs> right? Right? Like, you would think that that would be the first thing of, okay, we're going to take that away. But, like, even if you can't take it off his arm, just cut off the, the wooden part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he only put that on because, what, he lost his hand or something, right? Right. I would imagine. <laughs> and he just literally shoved it on the bone. You would think that they would fucking get rid of that dude. Fucking poor Garp is out here, like, taking it like a champ. It was the easiest prison break. <laughs> when Garp got slashed, I, I literally was just like, he'll be, he's fine. Oh, yeah. Of course. How do you feel about this Garp fellow there, uh, Devin? Because this is a Vice Admiral, which I believe is the first one we meet, correct? It's not. It's not. It's not? No. What was the first one? John Giant. The guy who was doing the whole speech to the Marines. 
That's oh. fair. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, this is more... Like, he had more interaction with the screen versus just a little quick monologue, though. That's the only difference. Um, I mean, for, for a first Admiral, it's... I mean, just because based off his character design, it's very jarring because he doesn't seem that much impressionable. Like, I could tell, like, you know, because in order to be an Admiral and know the universe, you have to be pretty tough, I assume. But, like, it, he grows on you. Slowly. <laughs> yeah. I the know. best way to describe it, like, he's weird as fuck. Don't get me wrong. He's weird. One of those, like, weird, like, sleeper, like, hitters is what I like to call him. Or, <laughs> like, he, you know, he's cool at, or he's not cool at first, but then, like, slowly, like, you could see, like, where his motive is what makes him cooler. Hey, like his, uh, his doggy hat. I think it's stupid. <laughs> Aww, I love the dog I hat. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't understand why. There's no explanation for why. And you know what? I'm not expecting one till a little what, bit. What do you while. think about his donut eating record? <laughs> I think that's amazing. That's actually impressed me a lot. That was one thing I was like, "Yo, same." <laughs> like that Mood. donut eating record. Just like seeing him, like it's like that's the reason why he fell over. It's not because he got slashed. It's because he was tired from eating the yeah. donuts. Like. <laughs> I, I respect that, but it's just like, it's one of those like weird characters where it's like, you don't know enough amount about him to give a shit yet. And like, we probably won't for a pretty minute until, you know, he comes back. I don't know if Christian got far enough. Did you? If I had to guess, your question is, did he get a chance to see Garp after the Kobe stick? Yes. And my guess is no. I, I do not remember ever seeing him again. I will remind you and the audience that the last thing I saw was the end of this arc. The Alabasta arc, the very end. We are, we are in, the, we are in there. Once we get done with Alabasta, we'll have two noobs in the show. <laughs> one hundred and twenty, hundred twenty something, I think, was like the last episode I watched. Does anyone else have anything really to say about the adventures of Kobe and Helmeppo as they join the Marines? I got one gripe. Oh, so there's there was a scene where they're cleaning the roof and they end up fighting each other. You remember Helmeppo and uh, Kobe? And they fall off the roof and they land on a cannon. Yeah, they do. Someone explain to me in what town... For, first off, let's go off the, the basic mechanics of a cannon. You know, they, they, they require a fuse. They don't have a primer like traditional cannons now, or modern cannons, where it just ignites from a force hitting it. No, somehow them falling on an ancient-ass cannon that is fired by a fuse, they got it to ignite and fire and blow up an entire fucking, I'm assuming, yeah. house. Their fight was that heated, man. My only gripe. Oh my god! god. My only gripe was why was that cannon loaded with a buggy it's, bomb? That was my point number two. Why is it loaded and sitting there doing nothing? But with a buggy bomb, <laughs> that shit blew up the entire house. Yeah, it, it did just like blow up like a wall or something. It literally it was a destroyed. nerfed buggy bomb. It was a it was a post nerf buggy bomb that blew up an entire house, but not an entire block. I, I just I, I just looked at I was going like okay I get the reason why they're doing it sort of for comedic value but at the same time it's like this is breaching some very realistic boundaries of their world like <laughs> I already under I could give up on the fact that there's machine guns that look like muskets but like Jesus Christ at least be consistent with the flames of a cannon let me backtrack to this buggy bomb and give you another theory of mine all right mm -hmm. what if Buggy accidentally made the first Buggy Bomb, and because that's the one we saw that did all the damage. Yes. And then he tried to recreate it a billion uh, times, and he could never uh, do it again. I don't know, man. He didn't have Chemical X, all right? He didn't have that special <laughs> thing. <laughs> These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect Buggy Bomb. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, the canon thing was stupid. I'll give you that. Yeah, like, canon, it, canon it, thing it's, was it's dumb. just brain dead. It was brain dead slapstick humor, and it was just like. I, it, I like Jordy's explanation. Uh, that was a pretty heated fight. So as soon as they yes. landed on it, <laughs> sure, I could get behind that meme. Uh, so, so wait, 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 wait. Is that cannon a one piece then? Because it just is magically loaded and no. fires and blows up all fucking down. No. no, no, don't think. Okay, no. <laughs> You're not wrong. No one's disagreeing with you. <laughs> I just, I hated it. I'm I sorry, hated it so much. I, if it makes you feel better, I am satisfied that out of all out of all these episodes that we watched, that that is the one thing that pisses you off the most. Although maybe it's not. At least it's the one thing that pisses you off about the, the Kobe and Elmo. It's the one thing that pisses me off so far. Good, good. That's a win for me. That is a win in my book. I, I, I carry that as a challenge. Onto Little Garden. I uh I just want to say I actually kind of low key love Little Garden. It's a pretty short arc. Like we're not going to be Yo, here very long. Same. Uh, it's a very slow start. Yeah, it's a very slow I, start. I love Dory and Brogy's tale. I mean, we're only seeing the beginning of it. We can't really judge it that much well, yet until I, we see the yes, whole story. I, I, yeah, I don't I don't want to hype this up for you, Devin. But yeah, I just want to put the, I want to put the energy out there that out of everything that I watched from One Piece, uh, this is one of the things I remember a lot of because it was pretty. I remember enjoying this a lot. This arc was really cool to me. I, I did enjoy it a lot because it kind of reminded me of a uh, what's the fucking Iliad story. Um, there's oh. a story in the Iliad where yes. Odysseus uh, gets captured by a one-eyed giant, and they're yes. like forced inside or stuck inside and everything. It reminded me of that because they're just laying dead in yes. like the one guy. Yeah, they just sit there forever until they <laughs> like, decide to finally move. It reminded me of that, but like it was just obviously you know he wasn't actually going to hurt them. Yes. It was just like one of those moments where it's like it reminded me of that. I thought I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking funny, and like there was a lot of just funny ass gags that happened like one of my you know like with what happens with Zoro and everything like that like I, that's one of my quotes this week is what he says to the triceratops and it's just like, <laughs> like a fellow santorio user but uh yeah it's just like like the just going through it like it was just like it was neat seeing them like you know just interact with dinosaurs i thought it was kind of fucking stupid how they explained how the dinosaurs are still there because they're yeah. trying to use real life logic in their world and it's like what that did kind of bother me also. One Piece always tries to bring some logic into its universe that goes... They, like, try to bring logic into its fantasy. That's going to be a, a reoccurring thing pretty much everywhere we go. So I would prepare for it because it's going gonna, it's gonna to constantly reoccur. This will not be the only island that they try to justify in their fantasy world with some somewhat little bit of, like, realistic sort of background or whatever. But, I mean, I dig it because at the end of the day, who really fucking cares? I mean, what, is, is it that unrealistic yeah. that a peninsula branched off? from the world and missed the comet when it came down and well, destroyed that, that's everything. that's what I mean. It's like, like the whole explanation of like, it's it's the dinosaurs are still there because they're not exposed to the climate exchange. But that makes me think, holy shit, does that mean in like the other like like uh, oceans or anything, there's fossils of dinosaurs that have been dead for millions of years? Did a fucking, is the giant, uh, what's it called, mountain literally the meteor that slammed into the fucking earth creating the Grand Line? Like, what is the theory? And then there's, I mean, they don't really go into it because there's no point because fuck it, dinosaur episode. Yeah, you're damn right, dinosaur episode. They're going to wait, they're going to spend all this time with boring details. The only reason why they irked me is because they reacted to it from a scientific level when their show is completely batshit insane. <laughs> Don't you worry, Devin. We're going to have a lot of science explanations for a lot of dumb shit in this universe. <laughs> yeah, we will. 
<laughs> Don't you fucking worry. Uh, but it's, I also find it interesting that you compared uh, the introduction to this arc to the Iliad. Now, I won't necessarily say that there were any particular callbacks specifically, at least on purpose, to the Iliad in this particular arc. But well, I mean, uh, when you think about it, the whole story is Odysseus' story. Yeah. He's, he's forced by the gods. He's trying to go home after the Battle of Troy. Yep. And he, the god fucking Hera is fucking with the wind every single time. Or no, Poseidon, because he pissed off Poseidon. And Poseidon's forcing him to go to these random-ass little islands in the middle of the fucking Mediterranean, which is, mind you, a stupid fucking idea, because... And that's a rant on the Iliad. But again, it's just, it's a, it's mimicry of that story. And it's, you know, it's fine. It's adventurous. And that's the whole point. Yeah. So that that is actually a beat that uh, One Piece does take a little bit from the Iliad when they, you know, describe the Grand Line, uh, or at least when they first came up with the idea. And But there's also another arc later down the line that is literally just like, I don't want to say cut and paste, but very, very much took a lot of... Uh, ideas from the Iliad that does not happen to be this arc. They but I took still find inspiration yes. directly from Large it. I take the Iliad and the, the Odyssey. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is that banging? Hello? Oh wait, no. You know what this is? Guys, that's the volcano! This is what starts oh, their duel! Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Brendan, get your fists up. Alright, we, we do get it out. One Piece is a great show, alright? What do you gotta say Wait, about which, that? Wait, who's who? Uh, whack! <laughs> oh, no, whack! <laughs> Put him up! Put him up! Shit. Put him up! Alright, let me explain this to the people who don't know what's going on here. The, 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 the joke is that every time a volcano went off in the show, two dudes would fight. The giant, they would fight whenever a volcano go off. That's it. Yeah, it was like their, their bell ringer for the boxing fight. They watched. You know what? If only the person who wrote the summary. <laughs> well, I hope they what if, watched. Uh, what if there's a person out there that's just listening, right? They haven't rewatched the show. Man. They were like, let's just, let's just listen to you? this. What are you doing not watching along with us? <laughs> hey, get some help. Get what some, do you do? You know what? Pause this episode right now. Go watch this. Don't come back till you do. I'll be waiting. Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> I want to believe that there's one guy out there who paused it right then and there. Was hey, like, hey, I know you didn't watch episode 71. Get get over there. Get the fuck get, back. Get back. Yeah. Intermission. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, that is our uh, Gestapo for One Piece. Uh, Christian, thank you. All right. Welcome back, Jesus everybody. <laughs> welcome back on the second half of the episode welcome of One Piece with a Line of the podcast where we just got done t- starting post a fireworks <laughs> <laughs> slash gunshots no, anyway kidding. little garden yeah uh a joke that i have the i don't know who's the color respective to i don't know which one's uh brogy and which one's the dobie is the red one uh what's the other guy's name dory dory, dory and brogy so it's a red ogre versus a blue ogre. Yes, sir. Hey, you ever wonder why we're here? You ever wonder why we're here? <laughs> <laughs> they don't hey. remember. They don't remember. They don't remember. They, they don't remember. They don't know. Are we the products of some god or some cosmic coincidence? <laughs> I wish I knew the rest of that what, quote. What I'm really curious about is they hint the fact that they're pirates. But they my did? question is, yeah. name a fucking boat that could hold them. Well, yeah, probably one made by yeah. giants. <laughs> That's what I'm. I, I want to see it. I want to see the giant. Sorry, boat. <laughs> they've been here for a hundred years. That shit's long gone. <laughs> he wants to use that as campfire. 
But like, I'm just imagining a whole pirate crew on top of a whole pirate crew of giants on this fucking boat that's almost the size of a continent. <laughs> I'm saying they're using boats. Like, why, why can't they just rip off a tree trunk and just ride that thing down with the wave? Because there'd be fish in the sea and they're angry. You don't want to get bit on your toes. They're big. What? Man. You ever had a bluegill bite your nipple? Not fun. <laughs> yeah, they're big. <laughs> you don't think they'll feel it. <laughs> Uh no yeah the red ogre blue ogre um they they fight every time the <laughs> fucking volcano goes off poor Nami and Usopp got taken not really captive but they believe they got taken captive by <laughs> by Broggy who's literally just trying to share some fucking food He's trying to be a bro it's really comedic knowing that the two regular people were left behind with a giant. <laughs> Well, they didn't know they were being left behind with a giant. They just happened to... The giant just happened to find them. It was funny because if uh, if you consider any other person with those two goons, it'd, like, play out differently because that person would be really casual. And it'd make them sort of casual. But just the fact that they they, uh, they supported each other's anxiety and fear. <laughs> they the two most anxious members. They were, they were, even, they were even finishing each other's sentences, my guy. <laughs> and then you got, you got fucking Nami's being a fucking bitch. Like, Usopp's literally just being like, we're all gonna die out here. And then Nami's like, I don't need you to tell me something I don't already know, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> <Or some shit>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just Classic. everyone take a chill pill, okay? He's just a large, redhead. He's a homie. I mean, counterpoint, Brendan, imagine you go for one of your little jogs, alright? Uh-huh. And you jobs. get picked up by a fucking giant. They didn't they did get picked up? He was very I mean, cordial. It wasn't. It was, yeah, he we only, don't know how they got transported from the boat yeah, we, to their yeah, cave. Yeah, we do. They they pretended to pass out, and he went, oh, I better not leave these poor, helpless but, creatures but here to I die. Mean. Imagine you see a giant, Brendan. Well, You're not going to freak out? <laughs> I'm not saying I ain't going to freak out. Fucking but... Kanye comes out of nowhere, hey, standing I'm over already, you, I'm looking already... down at you menacingly. <laughs> You're not going to fake dead? I'm no? already, I've already what? come to terms with the fact that Usopp is my spirit animal. I have every expectation that I will react the exact same way as my boy over here. <laughs> <laughs> But that is, that is beside the point. I have hindsight, and hindsight is twenty twenty. Devin, he is a bro. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so the team ups. It's uh, it's Usopp and Nami being fearful. Then there's Luffy and Vivi, which is funny because Luffy is doing the exact opposite of what just what I just said. He doesn't care, so he's just bringing her along, and she's like, I don't want to be part of this. Take me no, away. No, Vivi actually offered to go with him. She well, was like, I'm going to go I too. Think he just means the giant part. Yeah, once oh. the giants come in, she does not want to be anywhere near there. And she, like, she, <laughs> it was even before that when he started like yabba dabba doing on the fucking <laughs> long necks. Brachiosauruses. Yeah, those. Yeah. I, I thought that was hilarious, not gonna lie. Just like watching them, like, like he gets, like, when he gets swallowed and like the logic of yeah. just like not knowing how it's a. a, a, a esophaguses work where he just like glides out the bottom like nothing happened or how the cross sections of all the dinosaurs that get slashed to pieces is just like it's just like pieces of mutton or steak <laughs> that's what i noticed too dude like literally every single time any dinosaur gets cut in two literally you have like a very thin like like spine bone i guess and then like the rest of it is like plump voluptuous meat yeah it's all <laughs> usable meat <laughs> so you're like what the fuck and then we have the third group which is Zoro and Sanji which are the muscle heads 
and out here demolishing anything they see. I, I just love how everything they're doing is almost like you can already tell it's just like it's the setup to the explanation of why the giants are fighting. It's the same reason, like everything. Like, oh, we're gonna fight every you know, like do a challenge to see who gets the bigger animal by the time that volcano starts. And it's like you guys are literally recreating anything history. Anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> Did you already see these episodes? What, what are you doing? What, me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a basic storytelling thing. You could see it. It's written right there if you just see these signs. <laughs> you just have to have what? a, a brain. No <laughs> yeah, you just have to have, yeah, literally have a brain. <laughs> Pay attention to your show that you're watching. I'm proud of you, Devin. I'm glad that you're paying attention. We've come a long way. <laughs> I, I've, I've stated this thousands of times before. There's difference between passive watchers and active watcher. I'm an active watcher. I take notes on literally everything oh, in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like Did you so see much. Panda Man then? I saw five of them, and I knew they were all Shit, red herrings. Them. Wait, what? Red herrings? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw one there Panda are, Man. There, well, I didn't see an actual Panda Man, but there are five different pandas in this episode. <gasps> Holy shit, he's got Panda Man! For everyone listening and not seeing the pictures that uh, we've cr- provided here, it's the pool scene with Mr. Three and his unknown uh, ac- accomplice. Uh, about five or six times, you see Panda Man talking to like some random girl, chilling in the pool, uh, uh, talking to some dude in the pool. It's like but then there's, there's like another one where there's a panda guy in the pool yes. from a different angle. It's every single yes. time they pan the camera around, there's like a different panda person. I think there's also there's also a woman wearing a panda ha- uh, panda ma- or having a panda man head also at one point. Yeah, there's like five of them, and like I yes. wrote notes down here where I was like, "Oh shit, I found Panda Man." I wrote the timestamp; it's at eight ten. I am and then I was like, "Oh blind. shit, there's another one at eight twenty two. And I was yes. like, "Wait a minute, this isn't the actual Panda Man, though." But yeah, this is but this is not the same. This is not actually Panda Man because Panda Man, we already disclosed this, has hearts for nipples. We don't see their nipples. <laughs> we don't see their nipples. There, get the fuck out of here. That's Panda Man. Look, I don't even do care. you see them? We we decided a while ago oh that you, it only counts God. as a Panda Man sighting if it has hearts on his nipples. That's why we excluded I, the shirt. Did Man's. we agree on that? I don't think we agreed on that. I remember, I remember we, agreed we agreed that he had to have like a humanoid appearance. Yeah, I don't remember heart yeah, nipples. I, rem- I, remember I remember that. I remember we agreed on heart nipples, but like. We we said heart nipples, but I think the point was that we needed heart an actual. Heart nipples is like the OG OG. Yeah, I think but... the point is that we need the humanoid aspect of Panda Man. That way, we can't just say every fucking panda face on the kid's shirt is Panda Man sightings. That's fair, but yeah, so there he is. <laughs> yeah, these are definitely Panda Man, and there's like five or six of them. <laughs> I didn't t- save them all because I was like, I thought they no, were all red no herrings. So I was like, fuck this. That is <laughs> fucking wonderful. I missed every single one of these. I I was looking. I only saw the one on Helmeppo's shirt, but I didn't really count it because it wasn't even really a Panda Man. That's our fake Panda Man now. That like hunched over Panda no, Man. No, that hunched guy. over thing is just a name brand for the yeah. Panda clothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's their Gucci. Yeah, it's yes. their Gucci. <laughs> it is their Gucci. No lie. No, they do have a Gucci in this universe. I think it's called like Kremen or something like that. The only other thing I have to say about these episodes was I, I also fucking loved when they gave Soro and Saji a reason to just be completely cut out from the engagement. Just to not be there. <laughs> I love when, Z- when Zoro's just like, yeah, I'm bored too. I'm going to go fucking explore and do something. And it's not very casually because he's like, he's looking out for the team. He's like, hey, while you're out there, you mind like go getting some meat because we're a little low. Maybe if we get stocked up, it'll be better for us. And he's like, and then Zoro being the fucking dick as he is, is out here being like, ah, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. 
idea. Send send me to go get you some food. You know, it'd be better because I don't know if you can get it yourself or whatever. You best send to a person, uh, somebody else to do it for you. <laughs> your boy's like, hold up. What did you just say to me? <laughs> Excuse me? Say that a little louder. Are you implying that you are a better hunter than me? And Zoro's like, yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I'm not going to let this fucking thing go unchallenged. I'm going to go get a bigger piece of meat, and you're going to be a piece of shit. And I'm just saying, your boy Sanji did come back with more meat. I'm just saying. He came mm, up with a big, We don't know that, because beast. again, we're, the, argument, the, the problem was is that the argument is about two different things. Sanji's was definitely longer, but did it have more meat on it? What? Hey, Sanji even said himself that he thinks the Triceratops would have would be essentially nothing but bones anyway. I don't yeah, know what Zoro he's being had. competitive. <laughs> it's because uh, he's trying to win. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to win. Dude, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Sanji both won the, the length. I, I do kind of agree with Sanji, though. I'm pretty sure T-Rex is going to have more usable meat. That's all I really got. Otherwise, these are pretty fun ups. I do like Little Garden. It's a uh, it's a nice little wow fantastic zone for for everyone to enjoy. And some of the later eps that come at the towards the end of Little Garden are also super fun, super fire. I, I was really surprised that they actually brought back number five and whatever Miss Karen. Yeah, I completely forgot that they come back. So uh, they must not stay back for very long. It's funny. It's funny because I'm pretty sure in one of the last episodes we told Devin they were like 110% not coming back ever again, mm. ever. And then you and lied then, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Five episodes later, they are throwaway. Like there are some throwaways that come back. I don't. They don't come back a whole lot more. If they come back Honestly, again, I see them all being throwaways. Like I'm curious to see what number threes is. You got you got to be careful with this one piece shit dude. A lot of the time they'll throw dudes at you that you think are just like meaningless that have no fucking interest in the story. The next thing you know they come back as like a prominent fucking character. It's it, it's, it's true. baffling. It actually but, is baffling. Like, what we're exposed to right now, I have nothing to give them like to care about them right now. They're just goon number 3. Kobe came back. <laughs> yeah, and look at what he did. It took him two episodes to, for me to give a shit about his name. I'm still going to call any other little character Kobe well, number, yes, insert number here. But, yeah, like, fair. he's OG Kobe. Sure, he's earned mm -hmm. it because he was the first. <laughs> he was the he first. He still has to earn being respected as a character fully. He's number zero of the Kobe's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mr. Zero. <laughs> Mr. Oh my god. Oh my god, is Kobe. We've oh my it. god, is Kobe We've the crocodile? <laughs> We've cracked the code. We've cracked it. I can see the Matrix. Oh my god. But yeah, honestly, that. I mean, it was a lot of just exposure, really. It's all these you know episodes where it's exposing us to the world. It was a little, here's a quick little fun adventure island episode into. Let's develop these characters so we can give them a reason for why they came back. Or why they're in the Grand Line. Yeah, they're in the Grand Line. Like, they're out there, like, where Luffy and Zoro and everyone is. Like, they're they're out there somewhere, wherever the HQ is. I do want to make fun of it, though. Like, them being, you know, in the Grand Line for the fact that you mentioned in your little narration at the beginning about how, like, how hard it is to be a Marine in, you know, the Grand Line. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, you mean basic things that everyone in the Grand Line can do? <laughs> like that's the requirements <laughs> yo dog i mean it's 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 hard out that, here that's that's mostly like earned strength this is systematic strength all right yeah yeah <laughs> thanks for the assist <laughs> this is an assembly line of gaining strength <laughs> an assembly line <laughs> they need to get as many people swole as they can facts you have Fair. to be swole in the Grand Line. If you ain't swole in the Grand Line, you gotta get the fuck out. No noodly boys out here. 
I mean, unless they have the noodle noodle fruit, then uh, <laughs> unless they have that the noodles. noodle noodle fruit. <laughs> that, that uh, you exception. joke, but I'm sure that's a fucking fruit. You joke. <laughs> Stop. I'm, Don't. I'm sure that's out there. <laughs> Don't give Stop. me hope like this. My, <laughs> my Italian is... <laughs> my Italian is, is shaking. I'm just like thinking there's like a mozzarella, mozzarella fucking fruit. There's Mo- a fucking... No, you just, it's not that long. It's just the matzo matzo fruit. Hey, man, there might be like a chef out there that has a fruit of that caliber. Maybe he works. <laughs> maybe he works on a on. Maybe he he brings onions out. All right, he makes you cry. Maybe, oh, maybe he no. does a lot of things. <laughs> I don't need to cry more. But uh, I don't. I don't really got anything else. Unless anybody else does. It seems like that's pretty much it. Uh, give me them quotes. My quote is, uh, you know, Zoro when he's you know about to face off with the Triceratops, going. We both use three sword style. I just ate that up. Like it was just one of those like dumb fucking things where I was like, oh my god, of course Zoro would think that first. <laughs> was it a joke <laughs> or did he truly believe? I think it was a truly believed it. You know this man looked at him and he didn't just think to himself, ah, you also use the three sword style. He he recognized his strength because he had three horns. If he only had two horns, he would have been like, Man, you a chump. You are a worthy it, opponent. He was like, You are a worthy opponent because he had he three me, horns. He mehawked that fucking uh, triceratops. It's gonna come back for vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We're gonna see that. We're gonna see that Triceratops in 800 episodes. <laughs> or no, that that Triceratops definitely getting cooked. We're gonna see his son in like 300 episodes. Oh my, oh god. my god! You killed my father. Prepare to die. My father. Prepare. <laughs> you joke, but I we could go into some detail somewhat about that, but we won't go into that because that's super, super, super late. For any manga readers, you know where I'm. You know what I'm. What I'm saying here. <laughs> yeah, the Triceratops <laughs> fruit. I don't tri- even know that one. The tri tri. Nah, you won't know that shit. Simi might know that. Well, no one really knows it. But if you're in the manga, if you're in the manga team, you might have a few inklings or a few uh, ideas, I guess. Regardless, uh, my only quote was honestly, I'm gonna keep it serious. I love the fact that Kobe uh, quoted Luffy two or three times in his little episodes to the point where even Helpepa was like, uh, Once you've really decided to do something, if you die fighting for it, that should be alright with you. Right? I love that message. I don't care how many fucking times I see it in a shonen. It's a great fucking thing. Believe great it. for kid shows. Fucking believe it. I'm always a fan. Give me that shit. I'll eat it up like candy. It, 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 it's fun when your protagonist actually, like, impacts the other characters in the world. Even though, I mean, obviously it's fucking Kobe. No one, no one truly gives it's a shit about corny. Kobe. It's also corny. It's also corny. It is corny, of course. But he ain't wrong. Like, if you want if you want something, you have to, like, actually fucking try for it. I always vibe with that. I, um, I, I, don't, I don't have any, like, real quotes. Just at the end of episode 71, though, when, uh, when, when the, the, the volcano erupts, and they're like, oh, here I go fighting again. Just the, the giants will go like, uh, the reason we're fighting? I, I don't know. I forgot years ago. Like, well, what, what do you mean? Why do I need a reason? <laughs> Why do I need a reason to duel I, him? I, all I know is I need to be here fighting him, and that's it. Like, we fight. And it ends in a draw every time, apparently. The only reason we have a base over here is because they have a base over there. And the only reason they have a base over there is because we have a base over here. <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, I, I respect it. Also, shut up. <laughs> also, shut up. <laughs> Everybody, go watch Red vs. Blue, but only like the first couple of seasons. Don't you don't 
You don't have to go to 17 or whatever they're on now. You can you can stop around 10, you could, 11. You could, uh, you could stop, yeah, after, like, Bernie leaves the company or whatever. <laughs> no, that's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I liked it when they had their CGI battles. I, I mean, they're dope, but the story itself gets... I would, this is Protect a, me, Cone. This isn't it. that show. This isn't a Red vs. Blue podcast. Everybody, welcome right. to our, red, our RT retrospective podcast. do 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 do, hey, don't, do, do, do. don't challenge me. I will fucking do that. Actually, you I, know what? I've never That's seen true. all of it. That's facts. Uh, you can stop watching after church. Spoiler alerts. Yikes. What, good. what if I didn't know, Christian? Fucking bleep that shit out of the podcast. Don't you spoil our listeners' ears. That's, I said spoiler alert. I'm, I'm can't pretty say spoiler guilt. alert, and then two seconds later, spoiler They had enough time to pause or hit the skip Did button. They? Did they? <laughs> Simi, do you have any quotes? So, one was, uh, with Mr. Three, he was like, One more thing. I would appreciate your mindful and immediate discretion in not calling me by my codename in public. Otherwise, people will discover that I am indeed Mr. Three. He slowly pans to his head. <laughs> he has a big three on his forehead. Yeah, I forgot bit. about that. That was pretty and funny. And then literally following up with that was... Incidentally, I couldn't help noticing you've been perusing that piece of paper over the last several days. Why does it grab you so? It's an order from boss. Why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Golden Ham. I really have no nominees. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe? Yeah, Kobe. Is it Kobe? Hell yeah! Oh yeah, for sure. He had a great development of character arc. Oh wow, I said that like I had a stroke. He had a great character development arc. <laughs> ah, I, said, I said like I have a stroke. Dylan, cut that out and say it this. <laughs> we'll work with Dylan overtime. Nah, I'm fine if he leaves it. Nah, I'm, going, I'm giving it to Garp. Garp? Because he ate 849 donuts in five days while sleeping. Fuck that. Nah. I like Garp. Don't get me wrong. but Garp Col- is impressive, yes. But not ham-worthy. He hasn't done anything besides eat donuts and get slashed. And uh, then nothing. He kicked... You kicked Kobe and Help Bubbles' ass? Uh, but look at their development. They trained against him. And still lost? Yeah, because he's training <laughs> them. I mean, what do you think? You, they're gonna give, win? you wouldn't give Kakashi the golden ham for the sake of just because he taught Sasuke how to do these fucking... You want to bet? meme bill you thing bet? that he Yeah, does? Don't, don't bet him. He absolutely would. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give it Kakashi. Kakashi's a bad example. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah that's, Kakashi's pretty, pretty lit. <laughs> Alright, well, I still vote Kobe regardless. Fuck, fuck Garp. Yeah, I vote Kobe too. I'd give it to Garp, even though it's a losing ship. Yeah, get the fuck <laughs> out of the, here. For the dog fuck hat. Fuck out of here. For the dog hat. I'm, I'm, I'm with the dog hat, but I'm giving it to Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's the guy. My theory for why he's called Garp in design aspect is because if you think of an annoying pug, they don't really breathe well. And so when they bark, it doesn't sound like bark, it's Garp. <laughs> <laughs> that's canon. And that's the whole point. Man, dude, shit. We're cracking the code one piece at a time. <laughs> Do we have any one pieces? Is it the fucking Kobe jackets? Can we please make their fucking shore boy jackets the one piece it's the, the marine. Week? It's the marine outfits. I don't know. All, okay, look, here's the, here's the argument, though. It doesn't only apply to them. There are plenty of other marines that we see that are noodles. And then in this training <laughs> montage here in headquarters, they're all ripped doing these one punch man <laughs> r- routines. 
So are you saying that it's a one piece because not because it boosts like powers? It's it like hides you know, Goku it. with weighted clothes. It hides clothes. their powers, it's literally, it's so their they are underestimated. Clothes. They are under. Yeah, it's it, it, they're Rock Lee's leg braces, <laughs> leg weights. <laughs> If if I ever see Kobe drop his shirt and it goes <laughs> on the ground, I will I will allow it. However, until then, I will not say Man, it's a one piece. Come on, please! I've never wanted something more in my life. I need to see it hit the ground and make the thud I'm like dust kicking the in list. the air, like meme. I need it. Until then, nah. I feel like here. we're not adding anything to the stackpile. You you brought this upon this podcast, and we're not adding things. I've already I added it to the list. I haven't seen anything meme-worthy. Marine, Marine uniforms are all part of the One Piece. <laughs> Marine. Why, can't we just have the cape, the cool cape they use? What, the, Admiral, the, the Vice Admiral The jacket's capes? way cooler, dude. Did you mean the one that Vice Admiral has? They always yeah. wear jackets. But they never fall off their shoulders. They never put their arms in the sleeves. They wear them like capes, but they never fall off. Yeah, because off. that's how you would. They would typically, back in the day, those kind of like jackets, they had like a little strap across the front, and they would hold it on, so you wouldn't have to take them off. But are they using the strap? They are not. I don't think. I don't think Garp is using a strap. Those are so badass, though. Yeah, it comes with it's being sweet. a badass. Don't get me wrong. It's so sweet. Any Marine shows up with those, and I'm like, this guy's important. <laughs> this guy knows how to kick ass. This guy knows how to kick ass. <laughs> Even if he gets his ass beat two seconds later, I'm like, don't matter. Still important. <laughs> he wore the coat that <laughs> he got the, way. He got the coat. All right, he, he proved himself. <laughs> He'll be back. Somewhere out there. He'll be important Is sometime. this like, like the fancier version of getting your Letterman shirt in high school? You don't even know, dude. What are you talking about? I got a Letterman jacket. No, I meant in this show. You don't even know yet. Trust me. Oh. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> seems like we're uh, it seems like we're, we're just digging for topics here, so let's just end it. No, I'm good. I'm not digging for shit. I'm just Follow us on Twitter at Panda Sightings. We got one goon. We do. We got one goon. Yo, we're proud of you. Thank you. Whoever's out there. I don't want to out his name out there. You know you who you are. We love you. All right. Just looking at you, kid. We appreciate you. Wow. You single-handedly fund this whole shebang. <laughs> Congratulations. Wait, you guys are getting paid? Shit, don't let him know. Uh, <laughs> and that was the podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm just going to leave now.